and welcome to the Legacy Leaders Podcast. I am your host, Indashka Pemwa. I am so thrilled and excited that you decided to join us today. As it is always, our, our goal is to add value to you as you serve, be it in church or in business. As a leader, we want to add value to you. As an individual, we want to add value to you and just help you pursue your God-given purpose. And today, joining me on the show is Chisenga Michael Kangwa, who is a well-spoken and refined leader. He has, among many other things, a preference for excellence and a passion for service. He's an ordained pastor in charge of the Youth and Campus Ministries at Grace Ministries Missions Church, stationed in Kalalushi, Zambia. He leads a growth group where he mentors youths in various aspects of personal development, and he holds a bachelor's degree in mechatronic engineering from the Copper Belt University, and currently pursuing a master's degree in project management. This is a leader that I've come across whom I love and have learned so much from, and I, and I can't wait for you to join in on our conversation as we talk about his, uh, lessons from his recent book, The Cutting Age. So be sure to listen all the way through to the end, subscribe, and Let's dive into these subjects together. I would like to welcome you to the podcast. Thank you so much for agreeing to have this session with me and to share from such a wonderful piece that is The Cutting Age. Basically, that's the title of this episode. And just it's going to be based on uh, your recent book that has been so uh, much of a blessing to me reading through it and just uh, digesting the knowledge and the wisdom that you have shared from the book. So welcome to the podcast. I'm so glad to have you here. Thank you so much, and it's great to be here. I'm grateful for the for the honor, and really, it's a privilege for me. So, thank you so much. Amazing. And right off the bat, I think I would like to start from. I would love to start from just getting your heart behind the cutting age. What was going through your mind? What is the foundation and inspiration behind uh, the project? Even before, maybe we can talk about anything in terms of content. What was your inspiration behind writing the book, uh, the cutting age? Well, thank you. The inspiration behind it really was um, it actually came from a teaching that we did with our growth group. And they had a number of questions and all those questions, I could just trace it to the character because um, all, everything that they asked, whatever they want, wanted to find out, the challenges that they were going through, the strategies that they needed, it all went down to the character. And so through that class, it was very interactive. They asked questions that you know, gave me a guide into knowing that many more people would love to learn about what uh, the, the cutting edge and character is all about really. And so we decided to make it into a, a short piece of writing that yeah. just summarized and consolidated all those thoughts so it was, it was um, from a teaching on character, and then it became a book, which of course uh, a few people have downloaded and read. And we are just so glad that it's received the, the, the feedback that it has, and it's been a blessing to people. So that was basically the feedback. Wow, and I, I believe it definitely needs to be pushed even the more just because of how rich the content and relevant is, not just for our time, but I believe in, even for times to come, it's just such a relevant message. And you just preempted something there because when I looked at the title, The Cartilage, 
I wasn't really exactly sure what um, you were going to tackle in the book. But as I went into the book, reading through, and I got to chapter two, and you began to talk about the cutting age, and then you related that to character, I, I had a wow moment, you know. So maybe I would love for you to to just share a little bit more about that, you know, uh, defining character and how that is linked to the cutting age, how you, how you came to that, and, uh, and, and so forth, really. Okay, so um, firstly, I'll give I'll give a story that I had. Uh, there was this uh, man who had one child, so he loved the child so much, and that child happened to be a girl, by the way. And so you know the way fathers are glued with their children. I don't know what bond is there, especially daughters. So um, he loved his daughter, and he gave her everything. I mean, as she was growing up, he gave her a car, he did got her a house, gave her an account and he gave her everything and one day he received shocking news and it was that daughter he loved so much was impregnated so some guy came from I don't know where and gave her you know a pregnancy and so the father had a breakdown he was hurt after giving his daughter so much to be repaid with such kind of cruelty was really harsh for him. And so he sat the daughter down and he said, I've given you everything. Why do you repay me in this way? And so the daughter looked at the dad with tears in her eyes and she said, you gave me what you thought was everything, but you left out what really mattered. And what really mattered was your attention, you being here with me, you being able to talk to, to be a wow. father, to be a friend and to be a mentor I can look up to, and not only look up to, but somebody I can walk with. And you gave me everything, but you left out what really mattered. And you see, it's the same thing that we uh, go through in life. We um, have pursuits that we, we, we want. We, we want to be successful in school and education and health and work, money. And we want all these things and nothing wrong with them, but we leave out what really matters. And what really matters is the character of the man. It's the thoughts and the roots of our hearts. And this is more important than any other thing that we might want to have or get or see or touch. It's the character that matters. And the character actually from the Greek, the Greek word, it's got from a, a Latin word, so it actually means the edge that cuts. You know, think about a knife. A knife has an edge. And that edge is able to cut through whatever vegetables and fruits and meat. And it's able to cut. A knife cuts because of that edge. Think about a chisel. As you chisel through metal, it's because of the edge of the chisel that um, it's able to shear down through the metal and tear it into pieces and get through. And so that's what character means. According to the Latin in the original, it means a cutting edge, that edge that is able to cut through the hardships and troubles of life. It's able to help you go through um, any uh, doldrums and things that you find to be challenging because life in all honesty has challenges and we are going to face challenges, but it's only the remnants that taste the victory. And those remnants have one thing that enable them to get through the challenges of life and that's a cutting edge which is called character. So character 
might not be everything, but it's definitely a whole lot. It's important and it matters. And we have a responsibility to grow and develop our character in, able for us, in order for us to be able to cut through any challenge, to cut through anything that we find ourselves, ourselves in in life. So that's the background behind the, the cutting edge. The cutting edge. I knew people would find it a little bit hard to say, <laughs> what's this cutting edge? Does it have to do with technology and, you know, but that's basically what it is. You know what? I actually think uh, character is a cutting edge kind of technology. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it, it, it's what we need. It's what we need to, to stay somewhere. It's what we need to access uh, certain things and, mm. uh, and occupy that space once, once we have access to it. You know, the Bible says the gift of a man makes room for him and uh, brings him before great oh, yes. men. But then what keeps them there, oh, yes. I believe it's what you're tackling in this book. And also I'm prompted to think as you're talking about character and just how that when we talk about tenacity, we're talking about character. I'm thinking about the way that we start mm -hmm. off each year, you know, in excitement and uh, with this yeah. zeal and, and, and passion and, and we set goals. So there's this kind of emotion that is going on at that point. But then I feel like it's really character now that will cause me, even after that feeling has faded away, for me to follow up on the things that I said I would be able to do. I don't know what your thoughts are concerning that, but I feel like it's character that will make us achieve the things that we set to do at the start of the year, even though the emotion is no longer there at this point. That's, that's, that's excellent. That's very true. I would want to point out two words that I have got from the way that you've brought out the question. The first, you said character helps us occupy. And the second, you said it helps us achieve. And that's very true because firstly, you know, I, I brought out a scenario in the book in, in which I depicted a, a royalty kind of a setup. In, 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 in most royal homes, they are trained to have a certain kind of form, a certain kind of attitude. You know, and if you don't have that attitude, you can't actually stay in that royal palace. So every person who is there, they are trained to, to live a certain kind of life. So that's what character does. Character will train you to be a certain kind of person suitable for a place that you want to go to. If you don't get yourself prepared for that place, you cannot occupy. And many people are trying to uh, chase after places, chase after things, you know, but they forget that what they really need to work on is inside. You know, it's like a man who uh, one time changed his location. He moved to a different place. He just said, I'm tired of this city. And so he moved to a city, changed his job, changed his company, but he got the same results until he realized what he actually needed to change all along might not have been the city, might not have been the job, might not have been the company of friends, but what he needed to change was himself. And so from what you said, I really understand that character helps you to occupy. And the second thing you said, it helps you to achieve because yes, it's, it's most definite that when you start out making a resolution, you know, there's this hype, there's this mood, you're excited about a new year, you're excited about a new month or a new place you go to, a new environment. But one thing that we forget is that mood you go. Whenever we make resolutions, whenever we change places, 
we always start with the mood, but the mood will soon evaporate. And one thing that will help us keep on going, to keep on fighting, to keep on believing, to keep on waking up even though we feel like sleeping and to keep on uh, trusting, even though we are tired, to see the positives, even though the negatives are so full around us, is character. So character is that ability to fight. Because in the book, I said many people have been taught to dream, but very few have been taught to fight. And, and you will never see any dream actualized mm. without a fight. Without a fight, nothing ever happened. So I said, if something, if there is good that comes with a fight, without a fight, then it must be true that to keep the good you get without a fight, you still need a fight. So whether in getting or in keeping, you still have to fight. And character gives you that ability to fight and to keep on going, even though all you see are red flags and the red lights. Character is that green light within your system that tells you keep on going and don't stop. And so that's why character is very important. Wow. You know, in 2016, I wrote a book titled Fingerprints, and the subtitle mm -hmm. of the book was um, Impacting the World from the Inside Out. And basically what I was trying to communicate was the way that we impact the world is by starting on the inside and then work it to the outside. Mm. So impact does not mm. begin from the outside, then in, but it's inside, yes. then out. Yes. So you, the, mm. the subject that you're tackling in this book of character is something that I can, I can literally take your entire book and slot it in that book because it's literally, <laughs> uh, it's literally when, when, uh, one of the subjects that I tackle is, is one of integrity. And of course, integrity it cannot mm. be separated from, from character. It's, it's all in that mm. package. You know? and, and so I, I'm saying in the book, if, you, if, if we want to impact the outside, we'll have to be impacted on the inside. If we become big on the inside, then suddenly we have a promise that will become big on the outside, as opposed to being big on the outside and small on the inside, because then we have no base that will um, enable us to, uh, to carry the, 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 the magnitude of what has been manifested on the outside. And so I really love the aspects that you bring out in this book. Also, when you talk about, and, and I think I'm going to read this out. I uh, hope it's not a spoiler for those that have, that are yet to read the book, but let me just, <laughs> I, have, I have highlights in this book and I'm going back to these highlights. Um, so this particular one says, numbers are a standard. They are the same and have the same meaning irrespective of the place. And that is why they are called characters. Letters and symbols mm. are too. Characters are designed to hold the same meaning regardless of time and location. Character is always designed to resist variation. Can you talk a little bit more about this? I love that. I love that. Thank you. Thank you so much. I, I feel like writing the book all over again because of how you are bringing it out. You know, it's so much hype and I'm like, oh my goodness, <laughs> let me just write it again. Yeah, so there I'm saying numbers, uh, letters, symbols, all these are called characters. Because you go to England, you go to the United States of America, go to Australia, come back to Zambia, go to South Africa. They have the same meaning. They never change. So characters, those characters are designed to resist variation. They are standardized. You know, they don't change because of the location or because of the time. Five years ago, the number two was still the number two. 
you added it to another number two, you still get a number four. 10 years from now, it will still be the same. So character is designed to resist a variation. And that's why it's, it's a standardized way of life. A person who um, is, a, is a person of character is very predictable. And this is what people might need to understand about success and successful people. That success is predictable. You'll be able to tell somebody, um, somebody's a success just by looking at their lives. Success doesn't bring shocks. You will never look at a person and say, that guy, I didn't know he was going to be successful. Success always leaves trails. And because a person who is successful has a standardized way of life, they've got a particular code of thought. They think a certain way. They do things repeatedly over and over again and take them to a new place, uh, take them to a, a different time. They'll still do things that way. They'll still be them. In the book, we said, we quoted a, a certain a man. He said, a person who trims himself to always suit the surrounding and suit the people around him and suit the time will soon whittle away because he'll keep on trimming and cutting himself until he loses his originality and he loses uh, the, the taste of his life. And so character is designed to resist variation whichever time, even when the mood in which you made a goal has gone, you will still be the same person. You know, even when things don't seem to work the way they used to work, you'd still be the same person. So character, a person who has a character, a good character that, that is, works in a way that they don't, they are not moody. Their life doesn't have moods. It doesn't have shades. It's the same life. They are instant in and out of season. They are the same. They keep on uh, going and glowing regardless of the season and the time. So that's a person of character. They resist variation. They are standardized and they have, a, they have one life, you know. And this is who God is. Let me just point out that the Bible tells us that God is holy, you know. He's, he's holy. One of the synonyms of holy in the Hebrew is the word one, meaning God is the same. He, he will not change. The same God they used to worship 5,000 years ago is the same one we worship today. He's, he has an ability to be himself, regardless of the times, regardless of the seasons, regardless of who he's dealing with. You know, God wasn't, won't change his attitude just because he's met some stubborn person and some person who is just God just says this guy I've failed to deal with him no God is God and God is one he never changes and so this is a person of character who we, we should emulate a person who never changes come what may you still do what you are supposed to do you are still who you are supposed to be regardless of where you are regardless of what time it is and regardless of the surrounding the people around you you have like you said, sir, you have integrity, the ability to stay true to yourself, regardless of any change in season. So that's a standardized way of life brought about by having a good character. Wow. And I know someone is listening to this and is going like, but how do I get there? How do I get there? You know, if you want to understand how to get there, make sure you listen to the end of this podcast, because I believe we're going to share a few thoughts concerning that. 
but let me just quote one man you know and what he said in his uh, in his book that is just so revolutionary he said the truth is adversity doesn't change character it reveals it and the man i'm quoting is michael stenga kangwa you know <laughs> and his book the cutting edge you know so the truth is adversity doesn't change character it reveals it and that is so true that is so true you know especially even in in, in a time such as we have been in uh, the time of uh, dealing with the pandemic the global pandemic and there's been so many ways in which uh, we we have responded to this from person to person from company to company family to family there's been different responses towards um, towards the pandemic but at the same time if if as a business i'm thinking of this now from the leadership from the leadership's uh, lens as 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 a as a business or as an organization if something is going wrong in the company is going wrong in the in the organization in this adversity the way that we respond is not creating character but is revealing what our true character really is is revealing what our true values really is you know that's those that's where my my mind runs when i read um this portion of the book where you talk about uh, adversity not being able to um, create character or to change character but only serving to reveal character i don't know if you have any additional thoughts you would like to add to that well sir the way you bring it out as i said before wants me to rewrite the book because you're just bringing out certain points and i'm like wow you know i i i honestly wish you wrote the book i think you should do a second edition of that you are the right person <laughs> <laughs> yeah so adversity really just reveals who someone is because every person is going to go through the fire and the fire never brings out something different from what a commodity had you know fire just still shows you what was really in that thing when you when you put for example when you put a bottle in the fire the bottle explodes or it will it will just show you what was in the bottle and that's how um that's how life is there are different fires that will go through different tests different trials different tribulations it's like one person said look at me and i'm a building the the cement the ingredients that were used to make this building are not uh happiness and joy and laughter and good times alone but most of the ingredients are pain are tears are loneliness moments of sorrow moments of despair moments when i had a choice to give up moments when i had a choice to quit when people left me those who i trusted betrayed me moments when i was left alone moments when i was given opportunity to exercise authority moments when i had the resources when i didn't have the resources so life is a whole lot of things and a, a lot of things are going to happen and those things really are going to reveal what character we have they won't change you but they will bring out what you have in you it's like what jesus went through the bible tells us that one time before jesus uh, was crucified his arrest was in a garden of gethsemane and that word in the greek means a squeezing you know a squeezing to reveal who you really are and so that moment didn't change who jesus was no it squeezed him to reveal what he truly was and those moments will come in your life there'll be moments of hardship there'll be moments of 
uh, good times as well. But those moments will come to reveal who you really are. And that's why you have an opportunity to change your inside. As you said, sir, the internal fabrics of our being really tell what kind of life we will we, we'll live outwardly. And, and so we have an opportunity to change our inside so that in time, in the day of testing, in the, in the evil day, as the Bible calls it, we'll really stand tall. So before that evil day, between that evil day and now, is our moment to prepare our character that in that day of testing, as the contents of our heart are going to be revealed, they'll actually be content that will bring glory to God and not um, just, you know, reveal that what we had inside was just worthless and we spent time investing in the wrong. I think that's um, what came into mind when you talked about um, how adversity reveals our character. If you had anything close to what I did, then I'm sure you did have a number of wow moments through that conversation. And I would encourage you to go ahead and download the book, purchase the book. You can find the link in the show notes. And this is just part one. Make sure that you come back for part two as it is made available. And for you to, to make sure that you don't miss that, subscribe so that you get notifications anytime that we post a new episode. This has been me, Dash Kapembo, on the Legacy Leaders Podcast, and we'll see you next time.